Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joe McCall with my good friend, Gavin Timms. How are you, Gavin? I'm very good, Joe. Good morning. How are you? Awesome. You are in a coffee shop, and it's really loud there right now, which is crazy because you have this new app called Crisp, K-R-I-S-P, and it's amazing. It blocks out that noise behind you, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. It's, it's unbelievable. Like the noise that I'm listening to now, you, you just blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> really loud, and you're amazing. in a coffee shop. So uh, if any of you all are wondering, how is Gavin so quiet in a coffee shop? Yeah. He's using this app. you got to get it if you do a lot of Zoom calls and you're working in places where it's loud. Um, we can hear audio there. Yeah, well, let me – hold on. I'm going to demo something real fast for you just because while we're on. <laughs> this uh, is crazy. Well, how about now? No, I can't hear anything. What about, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear the background? Yeah. You can hear all the noise, the coffee being made. Yeah, yeah. Now watch. How about now? Is it gone? No. Yeah, I don't hear anything. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't hear myself think right now. <laughs> it is well, crazy. It's, called, it's called Crisp, if any of you all are wondering. K-R-I-S-P. It's just a few bucks. It's maybe even free. I don't know. But you can use it on your phone and your laptops. When you're doing Zoom calls, Skype, <clears throat> if you're doing any kind of virtual thing like this, and it blocks out the background noise. So anyway, that's <laughs> yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Not and you know, here's the thing: if you're working in a coffee shop and you're calling sellers, um, this could be something that you could use just to you know so you can drown the noise out behind you. Um, again, crisp K R I S P. But that's not why we're here today. I just thought it was cool, and I wanted to I wanted to show you guys how well it works with Gavin there in the coffee shop. Um, hey, we got this thing coming next Monday. It starts as we're recording this. It starts in a few days. It's called Five Sellers a Day. It's an accountability challenge. It's an accountability group. We're going to give you your money back if you just make offers. And even if you don't make all the offers, you're going to be making some offers and you're going to be doing some deals. Like we say this over and over and over again, and I'm actually going to demonstrate it here in a minute. I'm going to show you this new offer calculator that I created. But uh, your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. So here's the thing, guys. How many offers have you made in the last week? Let me just ask you. You're watching this right now on YouTube or Facebook. Type in the comments. How many offers have you made in the last week? If you want, you don't have to embarrass yourself. But like most people have not made enough offers. And that's why most people struggle and fail in this business. So we are on a mission to fix that. We want you focused on highest revenue generating activities. Like this applies to any business, no matter, it's not re just real estate. It's not just whatever, co coffee shops. Like you yep. and your team, you must be focused on revenue generating activities. And the biggest revenue generating activity you can be doing right now is making offers. Plain and simple, that's it. And that's why we created this five sellers a day accountability program. It's a four week coaching program. It's only $500. And you get your money back when you complete the challenge. It's like a complete no-brainer. And, and Gavin, talk a little bit about some of our students that have come out of this and how they're doing deals now. And like we get testimonials all the time, don't we, of how much of a difference this is making in them. In their yeah, yeah, I mean, we have, and this is no secret, Joe, as we've talked about, we have actually coaching clients one-to-one -one that come in after this group. Because what happens is, is that 
you, you have to become coachable, right? By you can we can only coach you if you're actually doing something to be coached on. And the first thing is is obviously get your marketing out, right? Which we help with, and then talking to sellers and making your offers. And what you'll find is is that you will get better as you go. You become coachable, and then you can scale it. Just Chris, I was talking to him um, a few days ago. He's got fifty thousand dollars in closing this month. $50,000 in closing virtually from Cal in another state, right? And he's just one of many that come through this. The testimonials we get saying this was a game changer, which no one else does it, right? This is kind of the, everyone needs accountability. It just is what it is. And it doesn't matter what it is. Joe, if you said, if I said to you, Joe, go to the gym this week, I got you a trainer for free, right? And he'll be there waiting for you and you don't have to pay anything. You're not going to go. I would I probably say, try to outsource it to a VA or something. <laughs> exactly. But if you said it's $2,000 you're going to give me and you got to go on three sessions this week or you lose your money, you're more likely to go yeah. to them three sessions, right? And it doesn't matter whichever walk of life we give an example and it's all the same. Accountability is everything. Again, from like you just example about the coffee shop. So our, our students get just start killing it from this. Um, and guess what? They all say like, it actually works when you make offers. And I'm like, yeah, it's not rocket science. It actually science. works? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I remember, Gavin, man, I was so clearly, like I was a professional student for three years. And I finally got to a place where I said, all right, that's it. I got sick and fed up of studying, studying, spending more money on education than actually making, right? And I said, I'm going to do, I'm just going to do it. So I took, I, I, I bought one more course. And it was probably 500 bucks, 800 bucks. I don't remember. It was Chris Chico's course called Absentee Owner Profits and uh, later became Virtual Wholesaling. But I said, I'm just going to do what this guy says to do. I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to stop studying. I'm going to stop overanalyzing. I'm going to stop asking all these what ifs. I'm going to stop making sure all of my I's dotted, all my T's are crossed. I'm going to send his postcard. I'm going to use his script. I'm going to use his lists. I'm going to use his contracts. I'm going to use his processes and and I didn't, I just said, I'm not going to change anything. My back was against the wall. I was hemorrhaging cash. I had to make it. And I gave myself a deadline. I said, I have to make this work or else I'm quitting. And I'm giving this whole real estate thing up. And uh, that was when I started having success. I sent out his postcards. I got calls. I answered the phones. I returned phone calls. And one, my first deal, um, we're talking about making offers, right? This is like, oh, this is so simple. So this lady called me and it was a house that I wasn't even interested in. She was calling me. I mailed her a postcard about another property. She wanted to sell this other one that was way out in the sticks. Right. And I didn't, she called me three times before I returned her call. Like I did talk to her and then she, but I, I told her, yeah, I'll get back to you. And I never did. She kept on calling me like you idiot, Joe. She kept on calling me. Finally, reluctantly, I said, you know what? You know, I, I started thinking about what Chris said make offers, right? Like that's what you need to do. So I said, you know what? It had listed the year before for $140,000. It had expired $140,000. And I just pulled a number out of my butt. And I said, I'll give you 50 for it. And she said, okay. And I about fell over. I was like, what? This <laughs> actually works? No, something must be wrong. Right? So then I started freaking out and panicking and you know, she was elderly. I didn't want to be accused of taking advantage of an elderly person. So I said, listen, I'll meet you at this. I met her in a public. I wanted to meet her in a public place. And I made sure one of her sons were with her. 
and her son was there and uh, gave her a contract. And it was like this long, I didn't use Chris's contract. I should have, but I used uh, this, this like 10 page contract. I had every contingency I could find in there. All my contingencies, they probably canceled each other's out. And then uh, I was, I said here, you know, and here's the thing, guys, I, I didn't have any buyers. I didn't have any comps because it was a, th a, a, tr a three family in a small town with no multifamily units. Right. And it was all rented with month to month tenants. She had to go to the houses every week, knock on the doors, this little old lady, knock on the doors to get rent, to collect rent in cash from these tenants. Okay. And she was sick of it and it needed tons of work. I didn't have leases. I didn't have rent rolls. You know, I didn't know anything about these tenants. I maybe she didn't even have phone numbers. Some of these tenants didn't have phone numbers. I had every reason to say no. I'm not interested. So I just pulled up a num out a number, offered her fifty. She said yes. I met her at the place. I'm nervous. Her son's like, dude, whatever, man. And so I was like, okay. She signed the contract. Didn't even read it. Didn't even read any of my contingencies. I thought she would be impressed. You know how how you know legal <laughs> how smart I looked. Whatever. And then I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, no, now what do I do, right? Um, I went to see, this is, I got smart then. I went to, what did Chris say to do? Stick a sign in the yard, all right? I stuck a sign in the yard, did some Craigslist ads. I think I might've even done a flat fee listing on that. I didn't need to. But uh, sure enough, same day, started flooding. My phone started ringing off the hook. I marked it up from 50 to 65. I was selling it for 65 because I knew I had a good deal. And uh, first phone call was a realtor and said, we'll take it. My client wants it. And I said, don't you want to see it? And he said, no, he wants it. 65. It's done. Pay cash close in a week. And I said, oh man, I got to, I'm going on, on and on here in the story, but eventually we closed it. I made like $13,000. And I just what you said earlier, Gavin, I was like, Oh my gosh, this actually works. I've been <laughs> studying this stuff for three years. Right. Yeah. And I did my first wholesale deal. And I was like, oh my gosh, this actually works. And yeah. um, I was so excited. Couldn't believe it. And that because for years I'd wanted to be that guy on the testimonial slides from the speaker that was selling his course. Of I wanted to be that guy holding the check in the testimonial video, right? Maybe some of you can relate to that. Like yeah. I wanted to be that guy that could do a testimonial and say, I did some, made some money. I did this stuff actually works. Um, I was so excited all because I decided it's time to take action and I'm going to start making offers. Screw it. Like, I don't care if I don't have it all figured out. I don't understand step seven and eight yet. Although I kind of did. I had bought every course unimaginable. I just had never done it yet. It's like, I'm forget the steps seven through eight. I'm just going to do steps one and two. And if that's you, if you're in a place now, you're like, all right, I get it. I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. And I would like some accountability. And then I would like some, maybe some help. What if the seller does say yes to my offer? Now, what do I do? Well, this is why we created fivesellersaday.com right here. Because we want you to focus on money, revenue, generating activities. Stop doing stupid stuff like building websites and low business cards and logos and creating LLCs. And like, that's important, but you don't need VAs to do deals. You don't need, you know, when I used to do Podio, um, I had this saying, you show me an expert in Podio and I'll show you a broke wholesaler. And that is so true. Yep. So you just need to make offers. That's all that matters. Would yep. you agree, uh, Gab? Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, from your story, though, everyone watching this is probably just nodding the head because they're in exactly the same position, right? Um, but there's a time and it, that you have to just go, you know what? 
I'm just going to do it because that's what everyone's teaching. There's no course out there, is my knowledge, that does not teach you about don't make offers, right? Every course will tell you to do it, but no one wants to do it because you're uncomfortable, right? And again, there's no accountability. But when you do, things happen. And I was completely the opposite. As you know, Joe, I was just all in, just taking action, not having any clue what I was doing. Um, but it's a different, everyone's different. Most people want to figure it all out. Um, so I think it's super powerful uh, with that story because everyone can relate. I talk to people every day on the same thing. Like, well, what, how are you doing deals? And then the first thing I ask is, well, tell me about you. How many, and what marketing are you doing? How many sales are you talking to? How many offers are you making? That's kind of the, the pit, like straight out of my mouth. Well, I talked about three sales a week. I make one offer, sometimes none, and I'd make about two offers a month. Yeah, not going to do deals. Like, we, there's the problem. You have to get the numbers up, regardless of the marketing, regardless if it's Zillow leads versus off market versus probate, tax delinquent, code violation, virtual or not. All these things matter but not really if you don't make offers right um i had a call just before this joe with a guy who's like, i need more leads I'm like cool okay so we need to get more leads but i'm going to be honest i've not been making offers and i'm like well we don't need more leads then oh. not making any offers right so we've got to get them offers up and he's actually joining us in this he said do you think i should join this accountability and i said absolutely do you feel that you can do 15 offers in a week for four weeks and we'll give you 500 bucks back. And he said, yeah, I do, because I've already got tons of leads sitting there that I need to make offers on. I said, well, do it then. No brainer. Let's go. And he said, all right. So he's in. Um, but it just goes to show. And I said, look, we're on a call. You've come here to get more leads. Okay. But now what we've actually figured out is that you don't need more leads. You need to make offers on the leads. Right. And he's like, yeah, I know. But it's just the fear and the unknown. So you've got to build through that, work on that and get them offers out because it just gets easier it's almost like you get when you talk to sellers as make offers you get over it you know when you're just like i don't even care anymore you know you just get into that cycle where you've done a few and they might go well or not and you're like you know what i'm just going to do it i don't even care what the seller says i don't even care if they like the offer i'm just going to do it and that's a great place to get to yes when you don't care that's when you're going to you know oh do gosh. damage and dominate yeah because guys uh, you're going to get this little thing and speaking in the back of your head, like, Oh, you're a failure. You suck. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to make a big mistake. You're going to, what if the seller says yes, you know, and you've, you've made a bad offer or you don't have the cash to close on that deal. How can you say that you're going to buy it? You know, you get this little demon speaking in the back of your head, like you can't do it. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. Like that's what was going on with me, I think, for the longest time. It was the fear of failure and the fear of success at the same time. <laughs> like, what does this actually works? Well, you know what? That's how you get, you, you, you get, you overcome that just by doing it. Because listen, every deal is completely different. There are no two deals that are the same. And you're only going to learn this business. You're only going to start making money in this business if you start just taking one step at a time. Like, what's the next thing I have to do? Instead of asking, what if? Start asking what next, what's the next thing I have to do? And then do that. And this is why you need a coach, right? Because in fivesellersaday.com, we're going to do this for you. All right, do the next thing. All right, after you do that, then you ask what next? And then you do that. And then you say, what next? And then you do that. You stop asking what if. I just had this the other day in a coaching call. And I'm not trying to knock anybody because we're here to help. 
But somebody was asking, uh, what if we have another, they were from Texas, and I understand like Texas was really, really hit hard, right? And, and it was devastating, it's bad. But like the question came, well, what if uh, I do a lease option deal and we have another winter storm and, you know, the pipes burst and, and my property is damaged and, and uh, we have, um, we lose power and, you know, and I understand like this is valid. She's, this person was, was in Texas and this just happened to her. Right. So like, I get it, but like you could go down that rabbit trail forever and never get anywhere. Cause it could be like, what if a meteor comes and strikes the earth? What if you get a hurricane yeah. or a tornado? What if the economy collapses? What if president Biden, God forbid dies? Or what if, you know, <laughs> some, I was going to say like, what if Trump comes back and God forbid becomes president again? Like I'm trying to go both sides of the aisle, but like, uh, you know, there's so many what ifs that you'll never get anywhere if you're worried about that. So I want to challenge you. And this is why we created this five sellers a day.com is what is the next step? And then we're going to coach you and hold your hand. So we'll partner with you on deals if you want. So if you get a seller that says yes to your crazy, ridiculous offer, like, trust me, guys, I've made so many ridiculous offers. It's embarrassing, but just the other day it happened to me. I made an offer. It was a house that was listed for hundred grand. I made an offer for 70 with an email without ever talking to the realtor. And she said, yes, we're working that deal right now, right? We just flipped uh, two pieces of vacant land in Wilkes County, North Carolina for an average profit of about five or $6,000 each. Um, and we made offers at 20 cents on the dollar, 20 cents on the dollar. So if it was worth $1,000 an acre, we made offers at $200 an acre. So like, you just got to make the offers and it's a numbers game. So this is what I want to challenge you to do. Stop asking the what if, stop worrying about step seven and eight. We'll take care of that with you and help you through this. If you go to fivesellersaday.com, this starts Monday. And uh, we got some good questions here. Um, Dusty's in the house. Hey, Dusty. I, I know your spell check probably got hay wrong. But I got to do it. I got to say it. You ready here? Uh, hay's for horses. You know, when somebody says, hey, what's up? And as a kid, you would say, hey, hay's for horses. All right, anyway. <laughs> but Dusty asks another good question here. Uh, how do you guys keep the energy up to motivate, keep on motivating people? It's fun. I love it. I'm yeah. so passionate about this because I know how much it helped me. Right, Dusty? To um, and I know this is going to help somebody. I know somebody listening to this video right now, somebody who goes to this program in 10 years is going to look back and send us an email and say, Hey guys, that changed my life. Yeah. And that alone is worth, you only need one. If you can change yeah. one, it's worth the video. Oh yeah. Gene asks here, will there be contracts available in the program? Yes. You'll get all the contracts you want. Well, we're actually, let me take that back. We're only going to give you the contracts you need. Okay. You don't need, a uh, 20 page seller financing subject to lease option whiz bang contract. You don't, you just need a one page cash offer contract or a one page lease option contract. Like that's all you need. Then if you want to partner with us on the deal, like even if you don't want to partner with us, we're still going to help you and answer questions. We're, we're doing two coaching calls a week for four weeks on this thing, Monday and Thursday, every week uh, for four weeks. There's going to be a link at the end of each week where you submit your numbers, you submit your scorecard. And the goal is to get you to submit three offers a day, three offers a day, five days a week. That's 15 offers a week. If you can do that, we're going to give you the $500 back. Right. And then, so like, if you want to partner with us, we'll, we'll, if there's any more contracts that you need, we'll give you all of those contracts. All right. Um, ba -da -ba -dum -ba -dum. 
Okay, Dusty's got a good uh he's funny. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> um, all right, so I wanted to show you guys something cool here. Uh, Gene has another question about prop stream and batch dialer. And those, those are good programs. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Mark's in the house. Come on, Mark. Mark is excited to start. I'm telling you, this is going to make such a huge difference for you guys. One of my best students is a guy named David Dodge. And he was, you know, I, I've interviewed him many times on my podcast. And he's a big active wholesaler. He's written his own books now on wholesaling. He coaches people himself. Um, and he's he was went through this program when we Gavin and I first did it a few years ago. And um, he said, he, he, I should pull up that podcast. But it was like, he already knew what he needed to do. He just needed a kick in the pants. He needed a little bit of accountability to somebody that could just say, hey, this is the numbers. You said you were going to do this. And then, you know, he would report on his numbers every week. And he always missed his numbers. But within his first week, he was already working a couple, three or four deals, right? Because he was doing 10 times more than he what he used to be doing. And his plan was pretty aggressive. But I, I still remember... He was only making half his numbers. He was discouraged. And I was like, no, 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 don't be discouraged, right? Because you're take, you're finally making offers. This is a guy who'd spent tens of thousands of dollars, tens, multiples on courses and uh, knew what he needed to do, but just never did it. And yeah. uh, so that's when and he think, finally started getting success. I think his goal as well was 25 offers a week because we've actually brought it down. Oh, yeah. To people to Because we thought, okay, maybe that's overwhelming. So now we've gone to 15 offers a week because you can still yeah. get deals with that. And as Joe said, it's a numbers game. Like, even if you did 30 offers a month, right, that's 360 offers a year. If you make 360 offers a year, it's impossible that you can't do deals. It's just impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Because the deal comes from the follow-up. Deals come from the follow-up. So when you make offers, it's like, hey, I'm just following up. You, this could be a voicemail, an email, a text should be a phone call, but like, Hey, I'm just following up with that offer. I sent you a little while ago. You probably don't remember me just following up. Have you sold the house yet? So making that offer gives you like a foot in the door. Your competition's not doing it. If you're in a competitive market, your competition's not doing it. Yeah. And this is going to then give you a leg up. Right. Yeah. And I just want to say as well for 500 books, right. That if, if you believe that you can do it, this isn't the cool thing is about doing this and that we're giving the money back. It's not like, well, does this work? Right. It doesn't matter if this works. If you do 15 offers a week, regardless if it works or not, you're going to get 500 books back. So your yeah. risk is literally zero. If you can do 15 offers a week, that's it. Regardless if you go, well, does it really work? You know, are you guys just, you know, pitching something? It's down to you guys listening or anyone in that challenge. If we if we write 100% back of 500 books, then fantastic. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So um, we're going to show you real quick how to make simple offers. And by the way, Jean, that's awesome. She says here or he, sorry. Um, I'm signing up right when I get off of work today. That's awesome. I love it. Um, it's really small, so I can't tell. If it's a guy or a girl, so I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So here, I got something we're going to show you. This is one of the things that we're going to give you if you're in the program. Uh, it's called uh, my new automated offer pro. And you're going to get this for free. It's included. Now, what we're talking about making offers, I'm not talking about like going to, you know, going to the seller's house, spending five hours with them, building rapport, you know, pretending you're interested in whatever's hanging on their wall. Like we're just talking about looking up properties like, for example, in Zillow in Texas City, uh, looking up rentals, right? And you click on a property like this one. 
And uh, you see it's listed for 15, 11, I'm sorry, 1,150 bucks a month in rent. You scroll down, you see Ricky right here. All right, you give him a call. Say, hey, Ricky, Joe here. Let's just do a quick role play, Gavin. Um, you'll be the, you'll be Ricky. All right. So ring, ring. Hello. Hey, uh, Rick, let me just turn this banner off here so you guys can see what I'm seeing here. Hold on here. There you go. It's a little better. All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, Ricky, my name is Joe. I'm calling about your property on Robinson Boulevard. You don't have a minute, do you? Uh, yeah, now's a good time. Okay, good, good. Hey, um, it looks like a nice house. Is it uh, still available? Uh, it is. Yeah, it's still up for rent. Yes. I am. Uh, I'm looking for some to buy some more property in the area. This may sound kind of weird, but you, you're not maybe you're not interested in maybe selling that property, are you? Um, actually, you know, I'd consider it. It depends on the price, of course. Okay. Have you? Do you have a price in mind? No, I haven't really thought about it. Do you want to come and see it? Uh, I, I'd like to, but you know, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. It'd take me a little while to get down there. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, we, I, I'm an investor like you. This is a nice property. We're just looking for more rental property to buy in the area. Um, do you have other properties like this? Yeah, I have about ten that I own, and um, I only have this and one more that that I need to rent. Everything else is rented. Okay, but you don't have any interest in selling any other properties, do you? Um, possibly, uh, when the tenants move out, but I'd be open to maybe selling this one at the right price. Well, let's just start with this one. Um, you know, I can put some numbers together and send you something. Um, do you, again, let me ask you one more time. Do you, do you have like a number in mind or what are you, what are you looking to get out of it? No, I mean, just make me an offer. I'd have to look, I don't know off the top of my head, so I don't want to just come out with something, but you, you know, if you want to make me an offer, then we can talk about it and, and I'll, I'll take a look at what I think I can get for it. All right. Well, let's do this. Let me get your name and email here and I'll send you an email and call you back later this evening, tomorrow morning. Is that all right? Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. thanks okay. Bye. I just wanted to demo demonstrate how you're just talking to the guy. You're yeah. asking him if he wants to sell his property. Do you have any other properties you might want to sell? You know, would you have said anything different, Gavin? No, that was good. And I tried to just be a medium in there, like not give you yeah. too much. Because when I give too much, everyone's like, well, you just gave him all the answers. So I was trying to make it just a medium call. But no, I thought that was good. I mean, you know, you got the key things, right? You could yeah. have asked, does it need any work? Uh, you know, maybe you could have asked that a bit more about the condition. Um, yeah. And then other than that, you just say, okay, well, I know he's interested in saying I've got to get my offer together now. So that's what I'd prep and, and get that offer out. Right. And so I'm, I was trying to be at it, come at it from like a beginner, right? So like, I'm, 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 I'm yep. nervous and it's totally, yep. you can even tell sellers, Hey, I'm, I'm new. I'm just kind of nervous about this. I work for a company that we, we buy. That's a great idea too. You could even say that like, Hey, I work for a company that we buy rental properties in the uh, Texas city area. And I'm just calling about your house where we are looking for more properties to buy. You know, that might help you psychologically, you know, cause then you can be, you can play dumb maybe if you wanted to, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, in a good way. And the other thing is as well, your goal is to get them to want an offer, right? The, the goal was to go, okay, it's up for rent. Is he interested in selling? Yes, he is. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. Now you're ready for the offer. Regardless of anything else happening in the conversation, you are ready to make an offer on someone that wants to sell their property. Exactly. All right. So um, I'm just going to show this real quickly what I did as a on for this property right here. I was playing with it a little bit earlier. I just go into propstreamjoe.com and you don't have to have PropStream. You can get a lot of this data from, you know, the MLS, um, from Zillow or Redfin. 
And I just go into this property and I can see that it's been owned for four years by this investor, Zahao Lee. So that guy I had talked to must be the property manager or a leasing agent or something like that. But anyway, I can see here, so get some information on the property and I can get the mailing address of the owner, okay? The name of the owner and the owner's mail, uh, um, address. So I have this new offer calculator that I put some numbers. I'm not gonna walk through all this right now, but you get access through the five sellers a day, uh, dot com thing. You get access to this offer calculator. I just wanna show you how simple and easy it is to put in. So you put in your information in these fields and you go to the next one and then you put in the information on the property and the information on the, on, on the seller, okay? And then you put in some estimate for the after repair values. Now, some people like really freak out about finding the after repair value. I'm gonna show you it's really easy to do with just um, putting in some information from uh, Zillow, Epraisal, Redfin, et cetera, et cetera. Just, so what I have here, I did this uh, earlier and I already kind of filled everything out. And you can see I've got my information in there, seller's information, Zao Lee. Um, and then I just went to PropStream, Redfin, and Realtor, and I got their estimated values here, okay? If you had, now for this property, for, for some whatever reason, um, Zillow did not have any information on there, All right? So you can put in your numbers and it calculates the average for you right here, it calculates the average, and you put that average number in there, whatever you want. You click next. And this calculator, the cool thing about it is it gives you two different ways to calculate the cash offer and it gives you two lease option offers and it gives you two owner financing offers. All right. So all you do is put in your numbers here, the discount, you know, we typically do the, the Mayo formula and we'll show you how to do this. Uh, you do the square footage. It doesn't need any repairs because it looks good in the pictures. I want to make at least, uh, we had a student the other day, Gavin made $6,200 uh, wholesale fee. Um, it was, um, um, Oh, what's his name? Luis. Um, I'll tell you later about it. I just, he just posted it the other day in our coaching call. So uh, in honor of Luis, I put my wholesale fee in here of $6,225. And so your, your, the method one cash offer is 69. Then you can go in here and do the other method that I like to do, which is really simple is you just take the average of the lowest solds times a certain percentage. So what I, what I did here is in prop stream, I went into comps, have all the comps here. I sorted it by amount. And I took these lowest numbers here, these little four or five lowest numbers, and I just put them in this calculator and it gave me the average. And then I did a discount of the average. Usually I take the average times 80%. And so now I have two different numbers, 69,000 and 66,000, okay? And you can just type in which one you wanna do. I did 65,000 for my cash offer. I'll do a thousand dollar earnest money deposit with a deadline of March 1st, okay? And I won't walk through the rest of this, but it's like super simple now for lease options. You put in the equity you want, the market rent, how much cash flow you want, and then your wholesaling lease option offer, and then your owner financing offer. It helps you create two different offers, one for principal-only payments and one for interest-only payments. All right, you put in that stuff, you click submit, and then it gives you these awesome things, okay? I'm gonna show this to you right now. It gives you this, three option letter of intent. It's, I call this my lease option credibility package. So it gives them, uh, uh, can you see it okay, Gavin? Yeah, it's a little small. Yeah. I'm gonna zoom, zoom in, in a, a little, little, little bit. Yeah, that, that's better. All right, so it gives you a cover letter and then it, it puts in the cash offer, number one, lease purchase here, number two, 
And owner financing number three. And you can see how it bumps the price up. It goes 65,000, 91,000, 105. Okay. And then it has the next few pages is this is what a lease option is. These are summary of the benefits. And then three pages of frequently asked questions. Okay. The other thing it gives you is what I like to call this is my cash offer package. And uh, I borrowed this with permission from my good friend Chris Chico. Um, Go check out his YouTube channel. He's awesome. But anyway, he let me use this and give it to my students. So it just says here, this sheet of paper is worth $65,000 for the next 30 days. There's a cover letter. And then it's a one-page contract. It fills out everything for that one-page contract. And then the next two pages are these charts of why selling to us is a good idea. Okay? And uh, the cool thing about this, too, is it's in Word. And, and this is just a preview. If you were to download this, this would be actually centered and look nice. But if you, if you are in here, you can actually um, edit it and change whatever you want. So it gives you that cash offer. And then this is another cool thing. It's just a one-page summary. If you just wanted to send one page to Zhao Li, you would say, hey, uh, here's a cash offer. Here's a lease purchase seller financing offer. So I'm also adding more things to this. So there'll be more coming down. But uh, And then it will email these things to you. And if you need to go back here and edit more details, you can click this edit here, this button. And so the, the, what I'm saying is this, if you want to make a cash offer, okay, all you do is you download this, you can print it and send it in the mail. You can email it to click to mail and click to mail will send it to the seller. You can um, uh, email it to the seller. There's, there's all, so many cool things you can do now with just like talking to the seller, asking some simple questions and then saying, all right, um, I'll, I'll let me put some numbers together and I'll send you an offer. All right. Now that's how easy it is. And I kind of went through that fast, but you don't even have to, like, if you don't want to worry about lease options or owner financing, just do the cash offer part. All right. You get the cash offer to send to the seller, but now you have something that you can follow up with. You send them a real physical offer. It looks like you did some work, you know, and uh, all we're doing to get the comps is getting Zillow, Redfin, realtor.com amounts. Right. Um, and for, for repairs, all we're doing is uh, just um, um, dollars per square foot, five bucks a square foot, 10, 20, whatever. Um, good. Awesome. Okay. Gene, Gene's being really nice here. Uh, he says, hilarious. I'm, I'm a guy. It's all good. <laughs> Sorry, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see your, I'm sure your picture there is a guy. I just can't see it. Um, well, I'm embarrassed. Um Okay, listen, listen to this, Dusty. I don't understand why more people are not watching this stuff. <laughs> Blows my mind. Well, the, like the video and share it, would you? Give us a yeah. thumbs up, subscribe to my Absolutely. channel, subscribe to Gavin's channel at REI Network. Um, oh, here we go, Ron. Come on, Ron. You have my lease options course. It's in there. If not, it, is, it, it will be. But Ron, send an email Ron, to support at joemccall.com. I'll take care of you. Um, Okay, how about this? We got, oh, boom, look at this. This is from Randy. Really like the program. I love it, Randy. Just made it easier to send offers. One thing I was not doing. Thanks, guys. Guys, here's the point of this, right? And I went through that fast, but it shouldn't take you any longer than five minutes to come up with an offer like this, right? I'm in St. Louis. Uh, this guy's in Texas, right? I can't go see the house. He's not that motivated. When I was talking to Gavin, maybe on a scale of one to 10, you were a two, right? Yep. 
So I'm not going to spend 30 minutes trying to negotiate and be a hardcore salesman and pitch you real hard and try to convince you to sell your house when you don't want to, right? I'm just going to get some, so yeah, you're open to selling it. Guess what? You might not be interested in selling it now, but three months later, six months later, after you put a tenant in there and the tenant calls you every week to fix something new, something breaks, life happens. You've got it. You're just a frustrated, tired landlord. And almost every landlord becomes a frustrated, tired landlord. Take, yeah. write that down. Your sellers become your buyers or your yeah. buyers, sorry, become your sellers. Yeah. Come on, Ron. There he is. You guys are the best. Glad to see your smiling faces. I want to say as well, Joe, when you call virtual, like you said, you're from St. Louis. I just did live calls in our marketing class. I think three or four calls. Oh, yeah. I told him that I was from Savannah and I've got an English accent and I was calling Kentucky and not one of them said anything about it. Yeah. The conversation just went ahead. No one said, well, how are you here or why are you there? Or do No one quizzed me on anything. So don't think that's a big barrier because it isn't. You know, one thing you could say is like, if they say, why don't you come and look at it? You could say, I'd love to, you know, but I'm in St. Louis, but why do I need to go see it? Is there something wrong with it? There's good pictures right here. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're not selling a program. We're just making offers. We want the sellers to sell us on why we should want to buy their house. And it may be only one out of every 30 sellers you talk to, right? Say yes. That first call, maybe that is, it's probably less than that, but you know what, after that follow-up, and we'll teach you how to do that in the five sellers a day thing. That just, that's where the deals happen. That's where the money comes in. But it all starts with focusing on those revenue generating activities of marketing, talking to sellers and making offers. Okay. And that's why we're doing this five sellers a day. And that's why I'm pushing it so hard. I'm selling this hard because this is what you need, guys. You don't need another course. You don't need another program. There is no secret magic red pill. There's no secret magic list. There's no secret magic marketing strategy or trick that you can say, or software that you can use. It just comes down to the basic, simple things, making offers every day. Okay. If you were our coaching student and we were talking to you, the first thing we're going to ask you is how many offers did you make in the last week? Okay. That's what you, you need a coach that asks you that. You don't need a coach that tries to stroke your ego, tries to build your self-esteem. I mean, the mindset is important. I get that. That's why I'm working with Gavin because Gavin does that really well. Right. But you can have the best mindset in the world. You could think you're the hot cheese, the big cheese, the big kahuna. You could think that you're awesome and you love yourself because you're beautiful. But if you're not making offers, it doesn't matter. You're not. Why are you doing this? So that's what this five sellers a day is about. Highest revenue generating activities, making offers, just three a day. That's 15 offers a week. All right. You do that. You get your money back. And hopefully, why are we doing that anyway, Gavin? Why are we just giving people their money back? A couple of things. Because one, um, you will want to hopefully partner on deals. Okay. It's a, it's a complete choice. Um, but if you get a contract and you are new and you're worried, just get the contract. We'll partner with you. Um, and that's, a, again, a, a choice. You don't have to do that. Even also, in Wisconsin, like Dave is asking here, do you guys still partner up here in Wisconsin? Yeah, if it's a deal, I have Joe will have people, I have people there. And yeah. here's the thing as well. We're there to get results. So don't think we're greedy. If I have someone in a mastermind or someone running a successful business, we just did this in Kentucky with Bo. Okay, the same reason. If we can get this thing moved by using a resource or a network connection, then we're going to do that, right? We're not going to be like, oh, well, we want the money. If we can make a fast connection to get you a deal, 
again, well, why would we even do that? Because we want the testimonial to show that what we do is works, right? So there's multiple ways we spin it. Also, it gets us coaching clients. People want to work with us one-to-one. That's yeah. not a secret. Yeah. Um, and the reason that it's the last reason is because we know it's kind of like a give back where we don't make a lot of money because people hit this challenge and get their money back. So it's not like, oh, we're making tons of money. It's about kind of giving back, but in a way where going, well, if we're going to put our time in and try and get you there, you're going to put your money in, right, to keep you motivated, and then you'll get your money back, and then everyone wins. Yeah, That's the way I look at it. It's a win-win-win all the way around. Yeah. And that's why we love doing this. And, um, you know, our philosophy is simple, too. If we can't make you money, then we don't deserve yours. Like if you make offers and it doesn't help you do deals, then we're just a scam and here's your money back. <laughs> you know, it's like this is how it happens. This is where it all starts. It's making offers. And just if you can make it a goal to talk to five sellers a day, even if you only make half of that, right? Instead of making 15 offers a week, let's say you just make seven offers a week, right? Seven offers a week times four, that's 28. Let's just say you're making 30 offers a month. That's probably 29 more than you made last month, right? So you're just making 30 offers a month. The next month you make another 30, but you follow up with the previous 30. And then the next month, now you follow up with the previous 60. Then the next month you follow up with the previous 90. You see where I'm going here? And every month, three to six months later, now you're following up with a couple hundred old offers, old sellers, like what we just showed you there. You're just following up with, you know, you can have a VA do the follow-up for you, send a text, send a letter, send an email, send a voicemail. Just follow up. Hey, we just follow. Do you have you sold that house yet? Remember me? I'm that guy I sent you that offer, right? Do you have any other houses you'd like to sell? Are you looking to buy any other properties right now? Are you looking to lend any money on deals right now? Uh, so, like, that's what it takes. Um, so, yeah, this is good. The um, question here from Dusty, I believe. How do you guys feel about Washington State? Love Washington State. Um, we, I did some vacant land flips in Oregon. I know it's not, but that's close to Washington. <laughs> I've never done deals in Washington. Yeah. Um, that's a good, you know, Seattle's real expensive and competitive, but there's a lot of areas around outside of Seattle where you can do deals. And, and there's no reason why you can't do deals from Washington in another state. We have students right now in California that are doing deals in Oklahoma and Michigan. Um, students who came from this. Um, Okay, so this one is asking, um, and I can't see your name, I'm sorry. Are the coaching calls on open mic, Zoom meeting, or a different setup? Uh, the coaching calls that we will be doing will be in Zoom. So we'll be there to answer questions. And that's the other cool thing about these coaching calls we're doing on Mondays and Thursdays. Gavin and I are going to be alternating. Is We're going to be talking about deals. It's not just an answer questions, you know, which is good. We're not going to be giving you a place to submit questions in advance. We're going to be giving you a place to talk about deals. We want to talk about an address. We want an address of a property. We want uh, a, a, an example conversation that you had with the seller. You know, we want to say, all right, so what, what did you say to the seller? What did they say? Let's practice. We'll do a role play. Um, you know, we'll talk about a deal. We'll pull it up, look it up on Zillow and Redfin and say, all right, so this is what maybe you could offer. Maybe you, you talk to a seller and they say, yeah, send an offer. You hop on the call on Monday or Thursday and pull, pull, the first thing we'll ask is who has some deals you want us to look at? You type in the email, tell us a little bit about the conversation, and we'll right there on that call come up with an offer for them, okay? Yep. Uh, good comment here from Mark. Any thoughts on New Jersey? Love New Jersey. 
They talk a little funny in New Jersey, Jersey, but uh, we love New Jersey. <laughs> I almost said some kind of joke about, isn't that where people go to um, from New York to go on vacations in the summer? Don't they go to New Jersey? Uh, so Elijah's needs help finding a buyer. That's easy. That is so easy. If, if you've got a good deal, Elijah, um, we probably have buyers. Like we just had a student, um, we were doing some marketing in Louisville, Kentucky. And that was one of those things where I could have partnered with her, but I, I knew she would be better helped by a friend I have who's a wholesaler in Louisville, Kentucky. And so I just put them together. They're working on this deal right now. Hopefully they make five, 10 grand on it or something like that, right? Um, so finding a buyer, if we don't have the buyer and if we don't want to be the buyer ourselves, we know local wholesalers all over the country. Um, and then we'll also even just show you how to find the buyers. But if you have a good deal, that finding the buyers is easy. Good question here from L. Michael Smith. How much do we budget for marketing? That's a good question. You know, it, it just depends. Gavin's got a great story of he spent $7,500 on coaching. You, how much did your first direct mail campaign yeah, seven hundred and fifty dollars direct mail, and then okay. ran out of money. <laughs> so and you did that yeah. in Phoenix, right? Yeah. So Phoenix, yeah. which is one of the, the most competitive. Oh well, no, no, yeah, no, San Diego. I was in <laughs> San Diego. Uh, sorry, San Francisco, and I was mailing in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, but it was a three-hour time difference. So I get off the golf course at six, nine o'clock at night, and it was just like anyway. Still worked the leads when I could. Couldn't get anything. Moved to Phoenix. And then I started networking, started then working all the people's old dead leads. And then that's how I made money. So yeah. I exchanged time, uh, just worked harder. And uh, and that's why the budget's not necessary. If you have time, you need three things, one of three, right? Time, money, or both in this business. Um, so if you've got no money, you need time. If you've got no time, you need money, or obviously both, fantastic. So uh I just think this free marketing that we're going to teach, this paid marketing is off the top. You're going to have a, so I'd say anything from no time to zero dollars out other than your time versus then probably 500 to a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. People either have time or they have money. And so which one do you have? And um, if you have neither, well, you need to, you need to find a way to get some time, right? That's the easiest way to get started. Um, in fact, when Gavin and I first met, um, it was in Spain. I was doing a workshop in Spain and the guy who was doing, I was doing the workshop with, he made everybody get into two different groups. One group, if you were, if you had money, but no time. And another group, if you had time, but no money. And uh, then he forced us to get together and network. And the next time I did the workshop six months later, back in Spain, um, there was, there was at least two different um, teams that came from that, that were actively doing deals. One guy had the money, didn't have the time, wasn't good at talking on the phone, but somebody else was good at talking on the phone. And that's what Gavin did. He found somebody that had old leads and he said, I'll call your old leads for you if you give me a couple thousand bucks out of the deal. And within a week, how many contracts did you get? Two or three? Yeah, I got two, two contracts in about seven days um, from 60 dead leads. Um, 60? <laughs> yeah. And we partnered. We actually partnered 50-50. We're just small. I only made like 1,500 bucks on one. Yeah. Um, but I didn't care. Like it could have been a dollar. Like I didn't, it was nothing. It was just about the concept and knew that, okay, this isn't a scam that I can do it. It was so much more than the money for me because then it just took it to a new level. It just got me going and confident and yeah. so on. So, yeah. yeah. So you don't need any money to get started. I mean, how much did it cost me 
to go into Zillow, look for a landlord and call them. Even if he wasn't the owner of the property, maybe it's the property manager, maybe it's a leasing agent, a realtor. You're just calling them. It's just asking him, do you have any, do you have anything? I know a guy, and I tell the story a lot. Uh, you know, every couple months he pulls out his Rolodex when he needs money. He pulls out his Rolodex and calls everybody in it. And he's got realtors and property managers and wholesalers and investors on that list. And he just asks everybody two questions. Number one, do you have any deals that you're looking to sell? Or are you looking to buy any deals? Those are the, he just asks everybody those two questions. And by the time he gets through his list, he'll find somebody that has a deal to sell, somebody that has a deal to buy. He puts them together, makes an assignment fee, and then spends it all on beer. Like that's this, this guy's crazy, but that's whenever he needs the money, that's what he does. He just picks up the phone and starts calling people. Yeah. All right. So, uh, thanks skip from New Hampshire. You're welcome. Skip. Dave's got another question here. I will comment. I'll have to rewatch this video. I started in late. That's cool. Dave. It'll be, it's on YouTube. Uh, Roger's asking about, uh, I think Oklahoma city. I love Oklahoma city. Um, that's a great market. There's a lot of wholesalers there, but there's a lot of opportunity. And again, the stuff that we're showing you making offers to every single seller you talk to, your competition's not doing it. And your competition is not following up. That's how, even in a competitive market. And I love Oklahoma city because it's, it's a great cash flowing market. Um, so we'll talk about that in the, in the challenge. Um, here we go, Gene, who's a guy here's to getting lots of deals down here in South Florida. Bam. There's a lot of deals down there. And you know what cool thing about Gene, South Florida, there's a lot of other wholesalers there. So you can, don't look at other wholesalers like your competition. They're, you, they're, they're collaboration, right? You can partner with these guys and maybe co-wholesale some of their deals. Um, if you get a deal that might be a good potential opportunity, you can bring it to those other wholesalers down there and they can partner with you on the deal. Uh, lots of opportunity down there, Gene. I mean, you can't walk down the street and, and, and not trip over some bandit signs from other wholesalers. There's a ton of them. But that's not a good, that's not a bad thing. That's actually good. Um, Oscar, awesome tip. Thank you. Oh, we're getting some good feedback here. Ah, Randy, you're mistaken. Randy says they uh Oklahoma just made wholesaling illegal, I believe. That's not true. They were trying to, they're trying to do what Illinois did, but that bill failed. I was just looking this up the other a week or two ago. That bill did not pass through Congress. But even if it did, it's not a big deal. You can still wholesale. And just like in Illinois, there's a few things you can do. Go ahead and just get your license or go ahead and buy the properties and then resell them or hire a realtor to market the homes for you. All right. Um, and you, and you'll, there, there's guys still wholesaling in Illinois. Um, and so if it happens in Oklahoma, I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, cool. Anything else, guys? Any other questions that you have? Uh, I think this has been a good call. We went way longer than I thought we would. Yeah, it's but I think you guys learned something from this. The importance of focusing on the simple, basic things of making offers, right? Randy says, oh, good. And L. Michael Smith says, license agent. All right. Uh, cool. Hey, get some good coffee. Are you, you're not at a Starbucks, are you, Gavin? Um, a uh, Starbucks actually in Tucson will not let you sit inside. Uh -huh. um, so, um, so I'm in another coffee, just a local coffee shop. But no, good proper proper coffee. I was watching a YouTube video yesterday. These guys were um, these guys were taste like they had a professional coffee expert guy, um, and they were giving him blind 
taste tests of different beans and different coffees. And he had to guess which ones were premium and which ones were cheap, right? And I was thinking, oh, no, they're going to embarrass him. He's going to say this bad coffee is really good and it's super cheap. And No, but he nailed every single one. Yeah. And um, he did not have nice things to say about um, certain coffee companies <laughs> that are very popular uh, because their beans were roasted so long ago. And there's a huge difference on when they roast the beans. So sure enough, we went to a bag of Starbucks, oops, of beans that we bought and looked on the roasted on date and uh, didn't have it. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I'll, I need to go find a good coffee shop around here that sells freshly roasted beans, which probably if it's not a Starbucks where you're at, they probably have that there. I bet you... Uh, a cup of coffee, Gavin. If you go there right now and ask them, they'll, they'll tell you when their beans were roasted. I'm, so I'm going to get on after this and I'll let you know the answer. How about okay. that? <laughs> I might be wrong. Maybe you're at a Dunkin' Donuts or something. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to look at me like, what is this English guy talking about? <laughs> you know, the other funny thing real quick about this, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but um, the, the, this other video I saw, they were doing taste tests. With McDonald's, 7-Eleven, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, and one or two others. Pete's Coffee and stuff like that. And 7-Eleven was ranking really high uh, on these tests that they were doing. 7-Eleven Coffee. And I've heard that before from other uh, taste testing things. 7-Eleven has really good coffee, apparently. Wow. There we are. Didn't know Need that. to know, want to know. Yep. All right, so we got some, just real quick here. Uh, Oscar, JVs are awesome. 50% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Right. Randy is in Illinois and he's a Cubs fan. I don't know what to say to that. Except nobody cares, Randy. <laughs> just kidding. I'm a Cardinals fan. I have to knock uh, the Cubs and all of the Cubs fans. Thumbs up, Michael or Mark. Dusty, uh, we love you too, man. It's awesome. And then Gene, Gene is asking a quick question here. Would double closing be a way to bypass the Illinois law? Yes. You just close on the deal. Go ahead and get your license too. If you live in Illinois, that's what I would suggest. Uh, double close on the deal. Use a realtor to um, sell them. Yeah. Um, cool. And then Sid. Oh, come on, Sid. Um, Sid, I forwarded. I did some marketing. Was it yesterday, Sid? Yeah, it was yesterday. It's been a long day. I did some marketing for Sid as part of just a demonstration thing that I was doing for on a coaching call. And um, I emailed him, Gavin, 10 potential leads from realtors um, in the, what, what market was it again? Dallas, Fort Worth. In the Fort Worth, just the Fort Worth area, Sid. Um, I did some email marketing to realtors of older listings, just asking them, hey, would you consider maybe doing something creative like a lease purchase or owner financing? I sent 114 150 emails, I think. And two hours later, I had responses from like 40. And of those 40 responses, I had 10 potential maybes. Like, yeah, maybe I'd consider it or I don't know. I doubt it, but I'll ask them. Most responses are like, no. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. And I sent oh, so those to, uh... oh, look. And he said, oh, yes, Sid. Look at this. He said, yes, I got two offers yeah, today. Awesome. Sid, that's it, brother. And he's a realtor nice. with DXP Realty. Does it matter? 
No. And then in fact, Sid, this is pretty cool. Some of the responses that came back um, were actually, they thought you were an agent representing an investor. Um, and so that's another angle you can play sometimes is uh, if you are an agent, you can say, you know, Hey, um, I have a client who is looking for deals and that kind of helps you get into that realtor world a little better, you know, get your foot in the door a little better. Um, but yeah, you sent out two offers, Sid. Boom. I love it. That's awesome. Even if they didn't accept, I mean, you're sending the offers. Now you got something to follow up with. If it doesn't sell, if the house still doesn't sell a month later, you know, and then if the listing expires, you can, um, you can, you can um, uh, contact the owner. Yeah. One of them, Sid says here is a large portfolio I need help with. Well, come on, join the program. Get into five sellers a day. Uh, L. Michael is saying, look for Dutch Bros Coffee in Arizona. Yeah, really good. Um, nice. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Let's go, Sid. Let's do it. All right, guys. Fivesellersaday.com. Um, let's get started. We start Monday as we're recording this March 1st. If you're watching this or listening to it later after we've already started, we can probably still let you in. Uh, so go to fivesellersaday.com. And uh, we appreciate you all very much. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. See you guys. Bye-bye.